Oh. All right. Mega Late Show, October 2017. Yo, mama, we made it. Episode 17. And I got to tell y'all, I turned down at least two acting jobs, my dudes. Real talk. Priorities, 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 baby. Priorities. For the podcast, for the culture. Hold on, Steve. What did you do? I turned down two acting jobs to be here today. Cash, motherfucker. I turned down cash. What were the acting jobs, man? Softcore porn? Being an Italian, yo, 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 yo. music videos. Yo, yo. Like being that. an Italian and Hold being on. in a music video. Hold on. <laughs> Did Steve's message anybody else? Hey, yo, do you want to be in this softcore porn video, or, or was it just hit me? He me up about that. He's like, yo, you need a good 500. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, I was wondering, did Steve only send that to me? Right? Nah, he sent it to yo, me too. And I thought like, about it, and I said, yeah, I'll ask the wife. Yeah. I said, uh, why not? Sure. You could have got, you know, got some name You just got to tape it down a little bit, you know what I mean? Tape it to the side. And yeah, yeah, but anyway. Did you hit up Phonics about that? <laughs> nah, me and oh, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, we got to get our guests. as long as it's soft focus, yeah. <laughs> I'm potentially yeah, down. <laughs> Put a, rub a little Vaseline around the lens to make it look like an old 1950s. Uh, yeah. Now I'm wondering who got that job because I was, I was trying to push for it myself. But anyways, well, Dallinger's not here, so maybe it was Dallinger. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up and down. <laughs> Straight up and down. Yeah, we are actually almost the full seven MLS yep, Voltron. That's right, that's beat, right. Except for Dallinger. But it's all good because our special guest today, we used to skate the streets of Tokyo in the Woo-hoo. wee hours of the night before, you know, I went into the family life. But this man is a mega talented music producer. A dope-ass DJ, an NPC playing extraordinaire, and much, much more funny. Motherfucking funny. I, I, uh, I want to go on record and just make sure that I say when we started the podcast, I was like, yo, Phonics is out here. We should get fucking Phonics. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I did say that. And that was almost a year ago. That's right, fuckers. We're almost a year deep, the Mega Late Show. Almost a year deep, yeah. I'll cheer. Yeah, you've been talking about it for a while, too. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I think I talked to you about it maybe like in March. I saw mm-hmm. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you were at that show also, the Fuzzoscope uh, joint. That was last year. Was it last year, Cease? Yeah. Me and Cease were really yeah, were turned there. up that night. Oh, that night. Yeah, that was yeah. about a year. That was a year ago. That was about a year ago? Really? That was, I don't um, remember. What was I wearing? Maybe it, Maybe it wasn't you. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't you. Maybe it wasn't you. You were definitely. Wait, wait, wait. Was, was it the I one there? in Shiyogi oh. or the one in Daikenyama? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, no, no. You were there. Repeated yeah. Measures was playing. That's right. right. Yeah, That's yeah. The you homie. were there. You were there. Okay, From like okay, Sendai okay. or something. Yeah, 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 he moved yeah, back yeah. to LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's back that's in LA. He's living in Long Beach. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I I picked up his I picked up his vinyl. Yeah, that's the homie. I got his vinyl that that day. I think. Yeah, he's dope. Niggas always doing shit for the culture. Yo, but yeah, we're really happy to have Phonics with us today. Uh, it's going to be a dope episode. Phonics is really talented cat. Uh, wonderful, wonderful person as well. And he's also tall as fuck, which I kind of resent him for. But, yo, uh, it you took us a while to get started. And I want to say thank you for rocking with us, Phonics. We're real glad to yes, have you here, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So uh, let's let's get into uh, what, what, what do we got going on? Should we should we do drop a commercial? 
We yeah, definitely need to do that. The let's do a commercial break. All right, let's take well, a little commercial break. Wait, wait, let's let's fill some time first. Fill some time first. While you get yourself situated? Yeah, I need a bit of lead in. Okay. Uh, well, shit. Let's start. Let's start a little bit with Phonics then, yo. Uh, how long have you been in Tokyo? Uh, Tokyo's been about three years. All in, all in just Tokyo, or yeah. have you been in Japan and other places? No, I was in Inada Zutsumi, but that's basically Tokyo. Just kind of got out for like right. two weeks. No, a week maybe, and then I moved into where I've been at for like the last three years. Word, word. Yeah, yeah man. Um, uh, let's see. When did we last see Phonics perform? Uh, at Dallinger's event. Contact. Yeah, yeah, contact. Contact. Yeah. Contact. And I think that was the first time that I saw you perform this year. Yeah, I don't know. You got to let us know about your shows more. I actually. haven't been doing a whole bunch of live stuff. I haven't been pushing just because I've been wanting to actually like get some new music made before I start. Like, hey, like I want to do live stuff. Phonics, what's your so, Instagram? Instagram, at uh, phonicsbumps. F-O-N-I-K-S-B-U-M-P-S. Follow him. Follow him. He'll let you know when his next shows are in Tokyo. I'm desperate for social media recognition. There you go, bro. You know, I'm I try to like, you right now. Try to like <laughs> you every once in a while. You know what I mean? You also do a lot of uh, graphic design. I see you do a lot of flyers, and yeah, you have a very yeah. uh, interesting aesthetic. What would you What would you call that? Like, uh, it, it's not vapor wavy, but it does have kind of like a. Uh, it reminds me a little bit of the '80s, a little bit. Some of the design choices. Um. Well, yeah, I'm super into like '80s funk and like boogie and Fuck modern yeah. funk. So you see that in his music. Yeah, like. Uh, I don't know, design stuff, illustration, it's kind of an amalgam, just weird humor, um, where I'm at right now. Like and you do all of this design on, on a computer, or you draft I draw it, it all. Oh, really? I draw it, and Man, then I color it in Photoshop. That shit looks dope as hell. Thank you. Be sure to check out Phonics at Phonics Bump on Instagram. Bumps. 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 Phonics Bumps. And that's Phonics with a K. F-O-N-I-K-S. I screwed myself over having one of those misspelled names. Yeah, if you type the name in, I think it brings up like some type of weird Scandinavian yeah, like, well, with company the o, or some with shit. The line you know, it's it. got like an umlaut or some type yeah. of shit that's going on <laughs> that I don't know. Yeah, but word. Are we good to go to commercial? <laughs> Damn it, late. Some time. All right, well, fuck it. Let's talk about some news Let's then. switch it up. Yeah, news. Let's talk about some news, news then. All right, first off, let me, um, let me go ahead and I want to give a... I, I hate to have to do this all the time, but this person deserves recognition. And uh, she was just a wonderful individual. But I have to say, rest in peace to DJ Steph. Uh, Anybody that was up in the Bay Area probably knows Steph. She's an OG who had been in for a long time. I actually met her online uh, back in like 2002 on the old Anticon lunchroom. She is widely known and all the Anticon members will tell you that she is very responsible for their rise and their popularity she was one of the champions of their music early on and introduced them to a lot of people i think she was known as the uh, the den mother of anticon and you guys know i really fuck with anticon or mm. early anticon i really was a big fan of them so um you know she passed away and uh you know a lot of the homies from the community flew back and they're throwing an event for her uh dell is gonna rock it you yeah. know there's gonna be a lot of people for that so i mean it's not like you can go to DJ Steph's SoundCloud and check out some of her music, but she was just uh, kind of an encyclopedia of knowledge about hip-hop culture. She was really one of the people who are just, you know, really prominent and well-known in San Francisco and just a really dope person, man. She was, you know, probably about 20 years older than me. So when I was 21 years old, just being able to drink in public legally... She put up with my idiocy and all my bullshit and being a dumb kid, and she was always kind and welcoming, and I always felt comfortable being around her. So yeah, rest in peace, DJ Steph. 
Commercial break. One more minute. All right, here we go. Um, did you guys see that video of Princess Nokia throwing hot soup on a dude's face on the train? Yes, I did. Shout out to DJ. Princess Nokia. She's a she's a rapper face from New York. A yeah. wonderful young lady. She's a mouth boy. Mouth no, girl? no, mouth boys are the fuck boys. It's the same shit. No, she's <laughs> fucking phenomenal. Uh, apparently, yeah. this this dude this dude was on some type of drunken mm-hmm. racist tirade on the train, and he's like, "I'm a fucking lawyer. I can do what I want." He fucking, you know. N-words were being tossed and things of that nature. And so the whole train, this is in, like, on the D train yeah. in, in fucking, like, New York. Mm-hmm. So White dude? Yeah, yeah he was, yeah, like, absolutely. belligerent, and he was yeah. pretty much spouting the N-word to a group of teenage boys. Oh, shit. And so what happened was that Princess Nokia stepped in and told him, kind of like, that was, an, like, pretty much just telling him, like, he can't say stuff like that. Yeah. Or they were telling him, get off the train, get off the train. And so then he called her the N-word, and then everyone pretty much maneuvered to like kick him off of the train yeah. and then he was like fighting to get back on she kicked him in the face and threw like her squashed curry yeah. soup we, at him. we should <laughs> we should we should we should be clear yeah. that it wasn't like a high kick it wasn't some no 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 it wasn't he was like nah, on the floor was, already yeah. and he was, was trying like, to get his bags uh they were like you know just get out of here yeah. she threw like some pumpkin spice soup yeah, on him yeah, or something yeah. i heard she got behind him and went some from a german shit. suplex into an arm bar it was like i think because it was like yellow it was like oh this is like an interesting soup i thought it was like maybe like a pumpkin i was like there's like cauliflower, right it's some sort of curry. <laughs> it was like, it was it like, like cream Brooklyn. corn. It just <laughs> seemed like some shit that would be horrible to try to wash off of your clothes. Pumpkin yeah. spice latte mixed in with some ratchetness. Sounds like Brooklyn. Yo, that, that, that made the headlines right there. Pumpkin spice curry. But I, I love her story. in general. Yeah. Like She's so just like, fuck you guys. I do what I want. Word. Well, I just, you know, I'm always a big fan when racism, you know, cats that are being openly racist gets half the fuck down. Yeah. I'm all for you saying it. I like when people are openly racist because then you know where you stand with them. And you know where they stand. So I, I like them to just be out there and dropping the N word or whatever or whatever type of. I think he, you know, said a bunch of shit. And uh, yeah, sometimes you get punched in the face for that. And it used to be like, eh, let him say it, you know, don't harm you. But I think in today's climate, man, it's like you really got to sit these people down because they're feeling more emboldened due to all types of shit socially right now. All types uh, of shit. Through the, you know, the internet, the presidency and shit like that. So shout out to Princess Nokia for uh, she sacrificed what looked to be a delicious soup. So we want to give her a shout out. No you doubt. And fuck racism, like, man. Fuck, all around. Curry. Fuck racism all day. Uh, let's take a commercial break. I think I have something for this. You guys got something for this? Yeah, that's right. Here's a commercial brought to you. Are we good? Oh, I, this is my script, buddy. <laughs> I took three minutes to write this just a minute ago. <laughs> drop it, Mega. Drop oh, it. Oh, should I just go? Was Tomoyuki Jr. abducted by Martians, or was Daddy's little princess getting her purse snatched by evil Yakuza members? Tired of getting robbed at the convenience and want to put an end to prostitution and drug dealers? Well, my friend, do I have the answer for you? Let's face it, the world just ain't safe anymore and crime is out of control and you need to make your clothes yours. That's right, folks. You need to go to calcombs.com. The next time Grandpa's Alzheimer's kicks in and he can't figure out what to wear, you dress him. You go to calcombs.com and enter the promotion code MEGALATESHOW. All caps or lowercase? Lowercase. All caps when you spell the name. Lowercase. Lowercase. And no you spaces. Can find yourself some wonderful apparel brought to you by Cal Combs. Phenomenal MC. Great person all around. That's right. Watch out for those Tomiyukis. Beautiful, sir. Beautiful. 
That's we get a 20% doing. off. With uh, our 25. 25% off with the promo code. I'm actually, I feel kind of What percentage is Mega again? He's 37.5. Okay. Percent black. A little less than that, but <laughs> it's still a good So less good than the percentage of how black Mega is genetically, about 12.5% less than what Mega is genetically black, 25% discount code MEGALATESHOW, calcoms.com. You can get some apparel. That's right. <laughs> Say it loud. Yeah. I'm 39% black and I'm Shout proud. Shout out to Calcoms. 37.5, sir. Wonderful, wonderful. Let's go back into the show. <laughs> what if there were like percentages like taken off depending on like our percentage of like blackness? So Would with my blackness, like, I can you mean like you lose it like as you go through life. Like no, you gain like you get like a discount. You know, like how black are you? Okay, that's the percentage you get off. On that this, actually is like, a real clothing. world thing that actually happens, but they just don't explicitly state uh, it. That sounds like how we should do reparations. Actually, like no, like that's like reparations, yeah. right? Yo, Patrice O'Neill said. Yo, forget about reparations. Just black people don't have to pay no sales tax anymore. Or something there you like go. That. <laughs> or just like pay for anything. <laughs> Basically, this <Bet>. mine. <laughs> Yo, so back to the news. Yeah. Who wore it best, Eminem or my son? This BET woke rap cipher. Oh, I can't oh, finish watching. Who's, my, guys son? Who's you, my son? Really? Dad rap of the, Dad rap of the year? I I didn't see Eminem's. I I heard words of people who enjoyed it i only saw the my son dude i don't know that guy but um Boss. yeah that was nice to yeah, see he's something fucking, like he's super nice he's, you know um what is everybody's thoughts on this eminem cypher shit yo not the greatest freestyle not the greatest performance he should have done it but sooner. as i said on somebody else's uh, facebook post Nobody of his stature or with his platform and audience is, has done it as loudly as he did it right there. That's true. I, I agree that I thought that the lyrics were kind of to be, you know, he, he didn't say anything that nobody is, hasn't said already yeah. even more get on, eloquently. Get on the mic, Vel. Get there, on the there's, mic. Quite, there's quite a few people who, who said it really dope. He did have some lines, but it was just like, eh. The, the biggest thing and the, and the most attractive thing to me about his verse was him specifically saying, if you're a fan of mine and you support Trump, then fuck you. Drawing a line in. And that's 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 kind of a really that's kind of a really important thing. And I feel I feel like that's dope, especially he has an album coming out. And we all know that Eminem sells. He's the highest selling rap artist of all time. And we also know that a the majority of the reason that, that that happens is because he has a huge white fan base mm. and they buy fucking albums. And so him doing that kind of speaks to like, yo, fuck the sales. I'm about this shit. And it made me look forward to his album a little bit more because I'm not a big Eminem fan mm. when it comes down when it comes down to brass tacks. And I don't think he's had a good album for over 10 years. And uh, show me some adult shit. And that was kind of an adult thing to do, to be very political to that degree. So show me some adult shit. Shout out to Eminem for doing that. Uh, it did approach some real 1990s spoken word poetry, higher a learning. Bit, like, you know what I mean? I also what don't know high? the imagery. I don't know if it was more powerful or it was weird to have all the black dudes from Detroit behind him. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not really sure. Well, you know, that was that's just crew anyway. So, I mean, it's neither here yeah, or there yeah, for yeah. me. I saw uh, Marv One in the back. I was like, oh, that's dope. One, one Kid of the, Vicious was back yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. definitely. Uh, Conway and West Side Gun was back there. Oh, were they? Uh, Boogie yeah. was back there. Yeah. Oh, shit. I don't They're know. Like, his attempt was just very 
Eminem, you know, like just what he was doing. It wasn't anything different, and I don't really expect him to do anything different. But yo, it's crazy. Like I was reading Reddit, and they were like, "Oh, it's weird how people are acting like saying like, oh, Eminem should, shouldn't begin political." He's always been. Yeah, I but I never to really noticed. Degree. But he's definitely like, yeah, talking about killing Dick Cheney well, or like. I think, but even since shit. the whole Bush yeah. administration, he would like call out like he did the whole america what is it white america, white america, yeah. america. and then yeah and then it was that whole video when it was uh voting when they were going into re-voting bush in and then he had to change the video when once bush came back actually yeah. into the office like he's always had like some sort of like well you know, know. Here, here's here's the thing that's this strange is like before donald trump was elected and probably before he really started becoming a birther and talking about Obama, basically he was saying Obama was... All that birther shit is rooted in a deep-seated racism. But the hip-hop community used to really respect Donald Trump. Donald Trump wrote the intro to Russell Simmons' book. And everybody was like, yo, get like Donald Trump. I'm, you know, like, rich dude. And now we, we view Donald Trump and we see him in a yo, position of power. Donald Trump introed Eminem at, like, one of the MTV awards. Sure. Yeah. Donald Trump has been like somebody that a lot of of the more entrepreneurial type of hip hop heads have been championing for for a long time. And so now going against him, it can be seen as kind of a little bit hypocritical because we used to champion a lot of the things in hip hop, especially mainstream hip hop is rooted in this like toxic masculinity. If you listen to Eminem shit, he's talking about killing his mom, fucking raping people, murdering people, doing drugs, all types of shit. So he's not necessarily the best person to to hold Donald Trump to some moral standard. And that's what's kind of weird about the whole shit to me. It's like, yo, do it big or whatever. But I mean, a lot of these guys are fucking toxic is fucked too and i've never been fucking with that type of shit like all the hip-hop cats that i listen to bus driver ain't on that shit aesop rocket not on that shit a lot of the people that i listen to just don't touch it like that and so like it's dope that he spoke out but at the same time it's like yo like i would like to see eminem on this album come out against him talking about using the word faggot and and all these types of straight terms. up i would i would if you're gonna be grown like do that because it, it's harmful and so, you know, shout out to Eminem for drawing a line and saying, fuck the fans that, you know, support Donald Trump. That's cool. But there's a lot of layers to that whole freestyle, I think. Yo, what did, did what did my song do? Fucking rap some bars about black people being empowered and, and fucking being woke. Just hot shit. Check it out. I definitely I definitely think you should. So which is hotter? Who said it best, in your opinion? Who wore it best? Who wore it best? Who did it best? I mean, so my son is killing him out here with these dad raps. My son is really killing him with the dad raps. What my is son dad is dad raps. Dad raps is like some grown man shit, like talking down to you, son. Like figure it out, get your shit together. I'm about to fucking take off my belt. Yo, Mega, mm. is that dope or is it not yeah. dope? Dad rap? Well, I'm yo. Shout out to me as a dad. Today's my yo, daughter's birthday. Hey. Happy yeah, birthday. So yeah, I'll be hitting her with the dad raps. Dad raps is cool. Oh, yeah. What do you what? Like I, I think it was dope. Did you guys? Did everybody hear it? I want to make sure to. No, did. Did everybody hear it? I didn't hear that one. Didn't hear it. Didn't hear it. Bet, bet, bet. Send me the link. Send me the link. Oh, I mean, it's on, it's the internet. Like, yeah. Oh, wait, you it, put it, it on the line group thing? No, I didn't put it. I, I can I can put it in there. What else? Oh, I want to talk about one more thing. Okay. Gas lamp killer. Hold up. Qu- question right, before you guys move on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Had Eminem not said anything, which would you have preferred? I would have. I definitely prefer him saying something. All right. Cause definitely. 
trying to view things from a non-like biased perspective, like when people get criticized for how they protest, whether it was for the 1% stuff mm-hmm. or for Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And people are just like, why are you criticizing us? Yeah. It's just like they're just protesting in the way that they know how. Right. So it's like it may not be perfect. And I don't really necessarily I've never really been like an Eminem fan or yeah. anything like that. But I think at least hopefully he's maturing as a person and as an artist. And hopefully that's a step in the right direction towards what you would like to see yeah. from him. He yeah, did have facial hair. Facial he was a hair. new M&M. He had the he had the Joe Budden beard going. But I also think like like the fact that you say like in like hip hop there is a lot of champion championing of championing championing samurai champlo. With Donald Trump, I also feel like there is like a a kind of parallel feeling of ridicule as well in his place of like how he got there and being like this white man who's very much uh, like privileged yeah and like an emblem of that you know and so like yeah like he might have his involvement with hip hop I guess but it's also like it's, it's a difference between this his entity and the place he was in business and then being in so much power Agreed. as the president. Agreed. It's just like, that's a huge issue. You know, it's like now you're not only like emboldening all these people with all this racism and, right. um, you know, but also you're just like, uh, how do I say? Well, they champion, they champion his his power and yeah. his ability to to have money you uh-huh. know because uh, i mean that's what a lot of hip-hop is about yeah not his ideology or the way he approached business mm-hmm. but they they i mean being a boss is kind of like fetishized mm-hmm. in in mainstream rap culture to a tremendous degree and all of that can be disseminated down in any type of different way you want to do it whether it's like you know a function of just toxic masculinity the patriarchy mm-hmm. uh you know white privilege and, and i mean you could look at it from any way i i I don't think all of that is too important, but I think it's important when we have these conversations to 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 be very clear is like hip hop help empower Donald Trump in a lot of ways. Uh not during his presidency or the his him as a candidate and nominee, but but before. Like we we were fucking there's I think there's a little B song like I'm Donald Trump or Mac Miller Definitely. or some shit like that. Like no, Trump is a brand. Like, but yeah, yeah so, it was the you know idea I mean? so, of him. But but there's there, there's he was the main simile for luxury or like yeah, yeah. being there's rich. A, but yeah. he was also a bit of a joke as well, you know. But and so I think, I think a part of it is also hip hop is so New York and yeah that that uh when the culture was just starting. Like you said, he's kind of a joke, but everybody in New York knows him. So uh-huh. those yeah. rappers were like, oh, Trump. That's yeah. like the idea of like being lush, You know, he's on rich. a building. He has yeah. his name on all kinds of shit, and he's making money for it. So Nobody was championing his ideas of, of fucking, you know, building a wall. Like, that's not why hip-hop was about that shit. Like, nobody was... Nobody was fucking a populist you know what i mean like we like donald trump because he's populist they like him because he has power what's up uh we got hella weather reports today oh okay hella weather reports Yo, yeah we gotta move on oh it's okay. enough 45 for today Okay. Definitely enough for you bad about yeah, that. No more Trump, Yo, Gaslamp Killer, you're fucking suspect, man. I'm waiting for the details to come out, but man. Oh shit, we didn't even talk about that. That's why I want to talk about. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about nobody's weather report except for Phonics, but now we we good. <laughs> do we want to? Now do we want to speak that? on that? 
I, I, I mean, I'm a fan of. Dude, is everybody here no gas lamp killer? I'm a huge fan of. I've the heard guy. of, heard of. Yo, when we recorded our first podcast, before we actually recorded the podcast, the track that I led into our podcast with was a gas lamp killer track. Okay. I fucking, I'm a fan of the guy. I, I think his live show is great. I think he has, I think he has a phenomenal ear for music and it, and the way that he interweaves like psychedelic rock with mm-hmm. you know hip hop and and his approach is pretty solid. So what do but, you think? What the fuck is he doing? About the situation. Girls and shit, man. Uh, I, I'm not exactly. What, yo, the allegations shock the fuck out of me for sure. But you know, I always, uh, of course, you want to see justice served. You want to see evidence. But I am, I'm not the type of guy that starts to make excuses, justify, or yeah. even try to victim blame. It, I don't think that his stature is that high that somebody would be trying to get like money off him, like you mm-hmm. might see a girl do with Nelly or with Usher. Yeah. And who knows? And even that, I err on the side of caution. Well, you know, man, not to... I don't know what happened, you know? I'm not saying yay or nay to anything. But another guy got accused who is kind of prominent, like, uh, rock artist. Like, he was really big indie-wise, like, in the 90s or 2000s. I forget his name. Uh-huh. But then it came out like, yeah, some chick just accused him, and it just wasn't true. But Well, like, that happened to Freddie Gibbs. Well, well, I'm saying, like, this dude wasn't big either. Word. He was oh, just, word. like big in his yeah. you know scene or whatever word i mean and, and i'm sure it does happen there of obviously are fake false rape allegations but they're far less they're happening far less than the actual rapes are i mean just this week we heard Nell- nelly is accused of raping somebody uh sexually assaulting somebody mystical was recently accused of sexually assaulting somebody harvey weinstein the fucking hollywood executive is is basically finger banging angelina jolie and, and fucking you know what i mean yeah. like i so, believe that so, though I, I absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I believe that because those people, just the thing, like Hollywood is like some other shit. But, but in terms of like, just hearing like there, there are like uh, there are reasons for suspicion in terms of like her coming out to do or like talking about the issue the way she is talking about it. But then it's like the reason why a lot of women do end up putting everything online versus trying to go through the court system is because a lot of times in the court system nothing's going to be served so it's just like the only thing i can do at this point that's going to be more effective is to fuck with someone's reputation and so but then that also calls into question like okay did this really happen versus is this something that's going to be more beneficial for her in terms of name like just like making up a story and not saying that this is a made-up story because any rape allegation should be looked at very seriously but also keeping into mind that this age right now where everything is on the internet and everybody is a little bit like attention starved i feel as a woman like not saying like this woman is lying not saying that but that could also bring into question of like her motives right if it's like if it's true or not like i know i don't i don't want to say that it's not true because I really don't know, and yeah, it's like. you never like, want to say that. And no, no, no and I never want to say it's like if she, if this really happened to her, if this happened to her, then like fuck, that's fucked up. And I. Not just her, her and her friends. And of her friend, it's like it's a very descriptive, serious deal, like situation. Yeah. But it's just. Oh. No, no, I'm I'm gonna let okay. you go. I, I just had a point. I just was trying to remember it. Yeah, remember yeah. It. And um, it's a really serious situation, and so I just hope that like. The truth is like there. I just hope that it's not a situation where somebody's just trying to like fuck somebody's reputation over because of their own right. motives. But I also like hope that she really wasn't like raped like this. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just like it's really you, fucked you up. You wanna, you wanna, especially when it's a person that you're yeah. a fan of, you wanna kind of lean towards 
the idea that they don't do that. But right. I, I'm glad we had. I'm glad we have a we have a woman here to talk about it because other uh, other times when it's a conversation, a bunch of guys were just like, yeah, I don't know, yeah. man. You know, girls they fucking but, they might do some shit. But not you saying that I mean? women, like, but like no woman. And I apologize women, for that repeatedly. Women right. who go through this, opinions. who go through these like um, very traumatic situations, especially when it comes to rape, because it is a power like violent act that's put onto them physically and that stays with them isn't something easy for them to talk about and so when it does come out into the public where it's discussed and um it's like okay like it's serious it's like okay it's, it's not something to where i want to write off and be like she's lying because i'm like this is like really heavy for you to be out there to be telling all these people right. but warning these people and whatever and it's starting to pop off a lot especially in the underground scene in LA where you're starting to find out about all these other cats that have been doing all this stuff to these young girls Yo, that, that is like and a, a it's thing it's crazy of like, and so like now I'm I hearing contributed this, to this shit I mean I'm not I'm, a, like even approaching that type of rape shit but like the way we used to go out, I was like, go out, let's drink with these girls. Yeah. Get them a little bit loose with drinking and then try to sleep with them. That's like the prime motivator yeah. with most dudes. And now it's not the right way to go about no. having consensual relationships with people. And I'm glad that I'm 30 years old and married because if I was, you know, when I was 19, I was really like, yo, let's let's get her some pucker. And, you know, oh I mean, like, let's all drink it. I mean, that was just like, <laughs> oh, but no. that no, that was really, that is really the way that oh. most guys approach it. Don't, don't leave me. Don't be uh, quiet. Play on your God. phone. No. Talk. No, I was about to say, what, I'm get definitely some not what, the nigga? only one. Yeah, that I was about to say, culture. what is pucker? Because your boy's still out here gooning. Pucker is like sour apple liqueur. Uh, I was like, what the fuck is pucker? I was like, you out here ruining I was like, this ain't cool. We all kind of tightened up when you dropped the name like that. <laughs> me and Meg about the so rumble. I was like, wait a minute, you out here roofing people? What the fuck? Yeah, no, no, no. Never cool. Pucker, pucker. Okay, it's okay. a fruit drink. It's a wine okay, cooler okay, type okay. of thing. Right, you fucking right. guys. Yo, the whole, I, the I thought whole you guys movie. knew me. I thought you knew me. I was like, I thought I knew. I thought, I thought everybody else knew what pucker was. I was like, wait, what is that? Because I, like, I, I thought of poppers. You know what poppers are? Is that a roofie? Yeah, like a drug or something. It's like, like they do it in like the, gay, right? the gay clubs where they like sniff like some sort of thing to just kind of get them more in the mood. I've heard of oh, okay. like up, but like more in the mood to fuck essentially. Oh. But anyways, any anyway. Where can I get these? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> After I'm, I'm the I'm you the sole familyless uh, MLS main prime member. So uh, yeah. But puckers, like, puckers and poppers. Holler at your boy. But with this whole situation yeah, there, that's man. coming back with Seamers like with gas lamp, it also brings me because I was just in the, I was just in LA a couple months ago. Was I in LA like August and September? And so there were these other stories with these other people who were kind of adjacent to like the scene essentially who had left and were being kicked out of like these white spaces and then still trying to come back into the more black um, indie community and they were kicked out because they had allegations of like young girls being raped by them you know what I mean and so like this is coming off and then I hear this thing with Gaslight but I'm just like well shit like maybe because all this shit's starting to come to the surface but we don't know. know yeah but it's just but hard to like tell. Low end theory released an official statement saying that they've they? separated from Gaslamp Killer <gasps> and he's no longer part of their organization. Damn. And one one thing that I wanted to, to also make point of that I don't think any of the media outlets knew about is that uh, my homie Jesus Soros, shout out to Jesus Soros, he did some checking because uh, a few years back Gaslamp Killer was involved in a really bad car accident. Yeah. And like he had to have his spleen removed and now he doesn't yeah, drink yeah, yeah. or smoke or anything like that he, anymore. He like crashed on his bike or That something. happened three or four days after this alleged uh you know rape 
So I don't know if there's anything related with that. What are you trying to insinuate with that? Yeah. Maybe he was on a bender. Maybe. Some kind of way. I don't know. I just wanted to point that out because I found it interesting and nobody really talked about it. But yo, gas can gas lamp killer, you're suspect, and we're real disappointed with you if this happened. But I hope hopefully justice prevails. I yeah. doubt that there's any evidence, but you know, hopefully justice prevails or these girls, you know, at least they, yeah, they find they feel peace. some type of yeah. They find exactly. at least some sort of like people aren't looking at them like they crazy because like it's like a lot of internalizing the girls have been holding it in for like four years like that fucks yeah, with you yeah. that fucks with the relationships you end up being in or if you can even like cope and being in a relationship with yeah. other people or have any trust her the main the main girl that came out her boyfriend was on twitter like Yo, yeah Bob, he was out killer. there saying like hands, pretty much man. putting it all out there i wonder if he knew beforehand or if he found out as, as everybody Well, he kind of said that he'd been coping. He'd been dealing with what she had gone through while in the relationship. Because it fucks with you psychologically. So I'm sure he feels a certain way Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's let's move on to these weather reports. We got... Who has weather reports today? We got mad weather reports? Okay. One, two, who else? I, do it, Three. I, can, I can drop mine. All right. Also, I mean, I don't have one. Well, I did have one, but I mean, we got too many. Let's take a break. What's good, everyone? This is Kai Star from LA. You're listening to the Mega Late Show. Peace. <laughs> oh shit! I wasn't ready. There we go. Hey. Should we do it again? Nah. We straight? Nah. Hey. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to episode 17 of the or uh, episode 17 of Mega Late Show <laughs> with our special guest Phonics. We've almost got the entire posse here with us today. Marvell in the back, Keen in the back, Beatrice in the front, Dallinger. Yo, D was here in spiritual essence to save our yo, ass. <laughs> yo, if if Dallinger didn't teach us the fucking methodology of, of all this engineering shit, we would have been recording on Steez's phone right now. So I want to give a special shout out to our guy Dallinger, the engineer, man. Yo, Dallinger just had a track come out on Sleep Dealer's new album, which is Press the Vinyl, 300 limited copies. Look at the Mega Late Show um, thingamabob, the website. I'm going to repost that. That's going to be dope. And show also, notes. Show notes. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I just want to say, I'm not going to give any other details, but Dallinger's album is getting pressed up and getting a release from a really dope label out of Los Angeles in March. Cold busted, right? As it should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I, I was supposed to say that or oh, not, but sorry. hey, cold busted, ill as fuck. Dallinger shit's coming out, man. And I'm telling you, this album has got a vibe. It's got a really dope vibe. I listened excited, to it. Man, I'm excited. Man, it's a really solid album. It's a spring album for me, which I thought, you know, good. Because he, he sent it to me around spring, I want to say. It was still spring when he sent it to me. He had to do the final mastering, then some political shit with the label, and it's coming out 2018. Dallinger, killing it. I love that guy, man. Phenomenal. But yo, you guys know what time it is. See what time is it. Time to fucking rock the fuck out, baby. The weather reports. <laughs> weather reports. Whoop, whoop, whoop. That's right, everybody. It's that time of the show where we play music that we fucking like a lot and other shit like that. So let's do it. Let me turn this music off. Who's first? Yo, let's make a Yo, can I bust mine first? Okay. Now nah, bust it. First. Uh, it's not a big deal. I just like this track. London Drugs. Does anybody know them? Yep. I uh, played them a lot at Speakeasy. Oh, word? Yeah. Oh, you are or you did? I did. did. Oh, okay. I didn't I know I think every time there. I played, uh, I pretty sure I dropped one of their tracks. Oh, dope, man. Cool. Yeah, they're I don't producers have their new stuff, out of London. Oh, 
Maybe. Producers out of London. No, I think it's two dudes out of LA, I thought. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I actually don't fully know, so don't quote me on anything. You ain't doing the education. (laughs) You ain't doing the education. I'm not familiar with these guys. These are beat makers? Um, It's a duo? Yes, two two guys. London Drugs, No Vowels. Uh, I don't know a lot about them. I tried to research, couldn't find out a lot. It's some L.A. shit. Just slow down like boogie samples and then just straight L.A. rap. I wouldn't say it's on some dad rap. Probably there's some toxic masculinity. I like that. I like a little bit of toxic masculinity sprinkled in. That's why I hang out with y'all. Yeah, I, uh, this is the Smiths, you said? Oh. Oh, okay. Smith. But, uh, I was, they have another track that I like called Burn or something, and it's like a seven, eight minute track, and it sounds like a a, a small mini EP. You have the first album, right? I got Spotify, so. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But I like this track because it, it sounds like kind of Cali, and I like I like the grind. If it's like, you want the album, I got it. So yo, I think it's free up, too. Yeah, yeah, I do want it because I, I fuck with them. I like this track too. The rapper is P on the boards, maybe, or and this album's called P on the drugs or some shit. Huh? Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. London drugs. Yeah, it's dope. The D all in her mind, how do you feel about that? The D or the B? The D all on her mind. You got any pro tips, dude? Yeah, any pro yeah. tips? <laughs> no pro tips? comment. I plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. <laughs> Steve, hey, how do you feel about the D? Wait, wait, hold on. Steve, how do you feel about the Kung Kung? <laughs> I really don't know how to answer that, <laughs> gentlemen. Plead the fifth. F I F fifth. Yo, this is a good choice. I'll listen to this. I would play this a lot. Do you listen to, like, Clicks and Whistles? Uh, Bay Area, kind of similar uh, aesthetic sometimes? I might have. They're hard. I'm going to play that when I start DJing. Everybody I forget I, I just said I don't ever listen to that shit ever. Time ago, yeah, it's a while. It's a while. At least five years since the last time I picked up some shit from them. But that was more, like, club, like. Trappy kind of. I don't know if I had any trap stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, but it's good. Everybody forget I said that shit. Don't even try to play it at at the events. I'm gonna be the DJ playing that shit. <laughs> All right. So who we got next? Uh, Steezy McSteezerson. You wanna go? You need a. You yeah, need. A, you need a auxiliary, or is it already in? Are you in? Nice. Good. Plug uh, in the ox. Which one are you gonna play? A <laughs> <laughs> oh, word. So I just wanted to play this because uh, the first verse by Rich Chigga. Pretty fire. I think it's like the third Rich Chigga track you played, this huh? This is the second Rich Chigga. <laughs> really? Well, man, he's fucking fire. Where's he from? I, I Not Singapore. He's, he's from Jakarta. Jakarta, that's right. Jakarta. And, like, he's quickly becoming one of my favorite rappers. Yeah, Ghostface actually w- went in on one of those tracks. Yeah. Yeah, if he keeps fucking, you know, spreading the fire, I'm going to keep praising him. So, wait just... Rocking his own style with the fanny pack. Can I we mean, turn he's that fucking up a little doing bit? his thing. You know, he's a comedian. Now too. everybody's wearing the fanny pack over the yeah. shoulder yeah. thing. Yeah. He's got a good ear for beats. Yo, and he's got a good cadence. Mm. Who else is on this track? Thugger's uh, on it, but I didn't like his verse. Oh, yeah? At all. And, uh, Your guy Thugger guys. also had a really ill verse on um, McMill shit. Oh, I didn't like that. Actually. The that track? Was, uh, from the young I can't hear you for some reason. Really? Can't? Yeah, I can't hear you either. Oh. But the levels are fine. 
I can hear you. You can hear me? I can see you. You're turning up everybody's head. Uh, not mine. Hold on. Able, you were able to hear me the whole time? Yeah. Just speak really into it. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm fucking like... Yeah, right yeah, I see you. I see you. you <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. That's it. I just wanted to play... Uh, we can move on. Cut it off. No fade away. Bang, 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 bang. Uh, well, no fade away. Hit it again. No, I'm just kidding. I'm a little confused because I got two of Phonics right. loaded on here. Wait, but I got another joint though. Oh shit! Can we play my See, it. You weren't supposed to say that. I was just supposed to run it. Yeah, I got a second one. Y'all be plotting in the background and shit. What is with all this plotting <laughs> shit? We we're just gonna do something together and not say anything about it and shit. <laughs> we're not gonna tell like, the, right? the third member. It's like right. the MLS. Did you get the memo? Keen, did you get the memo? No. Marvel? Like I don't get it. It's hey, like the MLS toxic masculinity I group report in a long time, gentlemen. Just nice. give me this, goddammit. Yeah. I gave up two acting jobs just to be here. I appreciate hold that, hold on, hold on, man. I really do. I really do. Actually, we're talking over this shit. This is probably the best Lil Wayne I've heard in a long ass That's time. That's exactly why I chose Actually. this shit, because he did the remix off of Playboy Cardi's joint. Speak on it. Speak joint. on it. And uh, I really like this shit. I haven't heard Lil Wayne fucking jam in a while, so... That's, That's because why. he hasn't jammed in a while. It's yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been like fucking. Time. He really kills this like shit. Doing this thing, he's been he killing that dad it. rap game. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's actually That's been getting killed by dad name. rap. His dad has been like, I ain't paying you shit. And he's real sad about it. Right. Birdman. Let, let him jam. Let him jam. Let Put him some spec on it. Put some spec on it. Spray. That's Wayne? Sounds so weird without auto-tune. He still abuses that shit. But it sounds dope. Yo, this is Playboy Cardi? Uh, from Playboy Cardi's album, I feel like I've heard this beat, but I don't know that song. I don't know. Like now, I, Cardi. I'm a co-sign Steve. This is some pretty good Wayne shit. It reminds me of some old Wayne a little bit. It doesn't remind me of old Wayne. That's the reason I'm saying I don't know. He's trying to do triplets in his. The reason I like it more than a lot of the recent Lil Wayne shit is because Lil Wayne is still like one of the only cats still trying to ride off of some auto-tune verses and a lot of his shit. And I like that he's not auto-tuned on this, but he's... he's miss auto-tune. He is definitely doing the... This is a really poppy track. It's like all triplet flow. Listen. And the kind of sing song you like. Yeah. Everybody's fucking doing triplets these days. It's weird. Honestly, a lot of people sound the same to me. Like, but that's in a lot I didn't of even know it was scenes. Lil Wayne because I didn't recognize the voice. But the flow. Yeah. But the, I'm bet I've only the I don't I'm not a huge Wayne fan. I only listen to like Carter like Three and back in fucking Lil Wayne form to me. That's why I had to fucking shout him out. I fucks with this is not Lil Wayne's with. flow at all though. Lil Wayne. Well, yeah. This is not Lil Wayne's flow at all. This is Migos flow. And I call it that just because it's like straight up triplets. It sounds dope though. I would definitely fucking uh, be in the club very happy to hear this. Magnolia remix. 
Check it's it on out. Playboy Cardi shit. It's no, it's Playboy Cardi's beats. Oh, and Playboy it's like Cardi's a, album is like so. It's a freestyle. So yeah, it's a freestyle. Oh, okay, okay. Playboy Cardi's uh, beats and shit. Mm. Yo, Cardi's album is like it's like he's got mad beats. He's just got no substance in what he's talking about, but it's still kind of dope. I haven't listened to Playboy Cardi. Yo, Steve, one more time. Name of that track? Magnolia Remix. And the Lil, name Lil Wayne Freestyle. And the name of the track you played before? Uh, that was Bankroll. With Rich Sugar, Young Thug, Ace Hood, and... Oh, the Ace Hood is on that track? I think so. Garbage. Diplo also. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we, don't, we cut after Rich Chiggas, because, cause, yeah, I just like Rich Diplo's Chiggas. not garbage, but yeah, he's on that track. Oh, too. yeah, Diplo did the fucking... And uh, the track I played was London Drugs with P on the Boards, and who? Where's the Drax? Uh, it's called Let Me Be The One. Word. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, so what's happening, you guys? <laughs> Yo, uh, Phonics? Yeah. yeah. That's still on the wrong path. Fucking around. Okay. You ain't even doing the education. Phonics likes the drops. I like the drops. I appreciate that. I think you're up, Phonics. Oh, yeah. I got to yeah. plug in the ox. Oh, shit. So now we will hear phonics. Oh, also Earl Swavy on that. Let me be the one. Don't want to leave nobody. What's the out. name to the Earl like? What's Swavy? the name of this? Um. So this is your own shit, right, Phonics? Yeah, it's not a hundred percent finished, but so it's a uh, some new shit. A little snippet. Hold on, wait. Ooh, Ooh I like it already. Ooh, and I see Keen's head bobbing. He's Hold on, wait. Sorry, too. sorry, Phonics. Oh, Megas head. He started again. Too. Can you start it one more time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop and start. I like how late is like, what's the reaction going to be for Phonics? <laughs> he likes the drops. <laughs> He's looking like, hey. I was thinking about explosion? Transformers when you played that. Yeah. Michael Bay. Not 97. This is a new track? Is this on anything um, or is brand new? No. Mega late exclusive? Basically an exclusive. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hell Originally man. it was like super slow-mo, but uh, a good friend of mine was like, maybe we should just speed it up. But um, it's some sexy lounge shit right here. <laughs> this is uh, like, I imagine like being on the set of Miami Vice, really coked out, <laughs> but like moving in slow motion, like yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yo, Don Johnson, you racist fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> now I think Don Johnson is an ally, man. He, you know. Wait, did he do something? No, I think I mean he did play the KKK or the plantation owner in, in Django, oh, Django, but I think I think he did that for the culture, man. That's Leonardo Don DiCaprio Johnson. did, he did too. do that. Johnny. Oh, Leonardo killed that shit. He should have wore. I, I don't want to take away from the track. I want to just vibe with the track. Okay, keep, keep. All I'm saying is um, I like it. So uh, this is is this going to be on a new release for you or is it just kind of like a no definite plans? But I'd like to have like I'm working on some stuff in this range, some stuff that's a little more like R and B ish range. But getting a this little this seems bit like a slower BPM than than even what you usually what I usually hear from you. The original of this like originally it was a lot slower, just on some very slow burn stuff. But um, I don't know, maybe that was just what I was liking and maybe what didn't need to ah can't talk what didn't need to be done for the track but um yeah I'm 
very much into like 80s funk and like modern yeah. and boogie like shout out to Funkmosphere like for yeah big architects of that funk freaks yep um there's a lot of funk, funk kind of has like a, a little bit of resurgence going on i think man a little bit there's a lot of popular cats that are killing funk i feel Even it's Dame becoming funk. more popular Dame funk he started a lot of it yeah. like funk's always been there but right he when he started coming out with stuff and like funkmosphere they just basically put the kibosh on their night they're like we're gonna end on top we don't need to keep doing this because we're gonna let other people do their thing and that night was like church Word. them in la sweater funk in san francisco um funk freaks down in santa Ana, uptown boogie shout out to dj671 he's doing his thing um chicago's got a really good scene star creature that's a super dope label tim zawada is going to be out here next month really Yo, yeah. Phonics, run another one of your tracks, man. Uh, another you one? Got, if, oh, right. yeah, or yeah. I can go into the tracks that I have here if you... Uh, Whichever you want to do. Play, give us some Yo, Phonics, where can we, where can we right. hear like, your new music online? I don't You've have any new, new, on. new, but SoundCloud is usually where I have stuff. But SoundCloud.com slash Phonics? I think so, yeah. Okay. The rest of the stuff usually has Phonics bumps, but I wasn't really considering marketing and all that streamlining business so it should just be phonics uh well, just google soundcloud we'll we'll have phonics. it in the the episode show notes it'll be in the show this notes. is yeah, yeah. kind of like totally different but i don't know i make a lot of different kind of stuff usually in the live sets it's a range of styles so i usually end up starting slower and then going faster and then sometimes i'll start fast and then go slow and then back to fast but yeah, I like a lot of different styles of music, so I don't just kind of like stick to one. That, Yo, that can last, I... Go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say that last track, it sounded like those were like synth keys. Were you playing those yeah, keys? Yeah, that's all me. That's all. Uh, so no samples on that last track, just all uh, your... The drums are sampled. Um, I forget which record I sampled for that, but I just sample individual hits. Well, don't say I, the sample. We don't, we're not trying I to program everything. Oh, okay, it's okay. cool, man. I sometimes yeah? identify samples because I'm like, I know that. Word. I like that. Not that I'm trying to like blow people's spot up, but when I know what you sampled or you just took outright. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up and down. Yo, I'm just right. remembering, I've already interviewed Phonics before. Mm, yeah. Really? When? For Speakeasy. Did that ever come out? Nihongo Day. I think it came out. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Because like what you, I was going to mention anyway, but you just said, I think you spoke on it in the last interview. Like you don't really care about hiding the samples or like claiming that kind of stuff. And also, Phonics has a dope-ass history with, like, wh where was it? Like, Vietnam cassette tapes or something? You uh, were in Saigon, yeah? Yeah, I was in Saigon for, like, a year and eight months. I didn't actually get any Vietnamese cassettes, but I had, like, Cambodian cassettes that I picked up in Phnom Penh. Cambodian music's really dope. Like, very haunting. Um, but... Yeah, like really unique. I, th I think there was some bit of exchange between the Vietnamese songs and the Cambodian songs. One of the countries stole the other country's songs, basically, and just flipped it in their own language. Oh, wow. But it's really difficult to find records in Cambodia. If you're in Cambodia, apparently the Russian market is the spot to go. That's the word that I got. But uh, normally it's just got a bunch of Russian classical music. And there's like a woman who's part of like a funk band or something in Cambodia. She has a store somewhere in Phnom Penh. I went there. They have a stack of records. And I was like, how much? 
like because I looked up the phrase yeah. for how to say how much in Cambodia and I had this little tiny like Southeast Asian guidebook and they were just like motioning oh it's not for sale I'm like ah oh man but you can get cassettes like so if you're down with cassettes and like super lo-fi and stuff that's been yo I just saw somebody spinning well not spinning but he was DJing off of cassette tapes out in uh, Koenji that's, yeah. a, that's an interesting The homies gimmick. are in town. Um, Fuzzoscope is a label out they of They played SF. off the of tapes too, right? Those are the One homies. The cats, right? Um, Actually, I, I got, I, I want to say that I got like, um, also, uh, what, are, what are they called? Allied, Allied, Allied Forces, Forces Press. That's yeah, the homies. Yeah, yeah. Those are the homies. I got this a couple drawings in the quarterly. We uh, don't down. have them on the calendar. For do you have it? Do you have any uh, in this joint? Not that joint. That's before I got connected with them. Oh, they're not, they're not musicians. Because you're talking about Cambodian funk. Have you ever heard? Dengue fever? Yeah, dengue fever. Yeah, yeah. I've, I, uh, I, I had a homie that, that caught that, and he's dead now. Rest <laughs> in peace. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, huh? You've seen him in Vietnam? My bad. I've seen him in L.A. I love them. They're so Word. good. Dengue fever? Yo, make sure y'all share that mic if y'all are both talking. Yeah, oh, yeah, no doubt. That's no cool. Doubt. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying, I, I actually pulled mine out of the thing just in case we can do like a little. It's cool. We're totally sharing this mic. Get really close to your face. The mic. Uh, should I should I play some music now or should I go ahead? Intimate connection, baby. Yo, I gotta send you that track, We need Phonics. to get we need to get Phonics like. Yo, you He's you really perfect. are like. Did you hear his voice? He does have a really phenomenal so voice here. What's nice. going on? We're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but y'all can have some stuff with singing in the future, maybe. Dope, man. I don't really tell people. Yo, I like to just do <laughs> things. <laughs> Drop one of Clues bombs. <laughs> I like to just do things and then yeah. try and, because, I don't know, there's a lot of talk about stuff, and I, I don't want to talk about doing things. I'd rather just do it. And Yo, y'all can catch Phonics, Speakeasy, December 3rd, maybe? The first really? Sunday yeah, in December. With Matsuda Hiromu. With uh, really? also Speakeasy team member Hiromu. Yeah, he's on Talkbox. Oh, and it'll also be uh, unofficial fifth member Marvel's birthday, so it will be going down. Marvel got a birthday again. I swear to God, we just celebrate this motherfucker's birthday, man. <laughs> again, Bill, you growing? Marvel, Marvel, I like how you growing your hair out, son. You look good. Yo, Marvel, do do you want to tell them or are you keeping on the low? Nah, let's take take out Steez's mic and hold hold Steez's mic. Y'all y'all share that. All, all three of y'all. Yo, Marvel is uh gonna go meteor man in here. You mean he's gonna get hit with a meteorite and eventually be saved by Bill Cosby <laughs> at the end of the movie and shit? But but the bad guy. Oh, Golden Lords. You gonna be a little Golden Lord? Yo, Meteor Man is a phenomenal movie. By the way, I got it in the living room. We can watch it afterwards. Hey, hey. Yo, yeah, that is black excellence. There are so many black fucking actors in there. Big Daddy Kane, Luther Vandross, Eddie Griffin. Really? Fucking, yeah, everybody. Seen it a long time. Color Me Bad. Uh, oh, not Color Me Bad. ABC. Fucking uh, Don Cheadle is in that shit. What? Everybody is in that fucking movie. Meteor Man is black excellence, baby. Get with it. I've been called Don Cheadle so many times in my life. Wait, is Meteor... Wait, who plays... Robert Townsend. Mm. Okay. Is Meteor Man. You know Meteor Man. Everybody Meteor knows Not Meteor Blank Man. Not Blank Man. That's a different w- w- movie. W- <laughs> great, great costume, right? Blank, with green. Blank, yeah, Blank Man is bad. Blank Man is Blank Man is toxic masculinity. Is that's, that's bad. But Meteor Man is great. It's all about uplifting the black community. When the bad guy gets the Meteor Man powers from Bill Cosby, and he goes, Meteor Man. I need you to hit that long note because I can't do it. <laughs> but yo, Meteor Man, shout out to Meteor Man. 
Yo, as you we know. as we transition from the weather report into the conversation segment of the podcast, I want to let everybody know that I'm listening to a Phonics EP right now. Phonics, what EP is this? Uh, We're going to let this one ride. Uh, this is the last EP that I put out, basically after my first year in Tokyo. Um, this is called More Fresher, just based off okay. of lots of grammatical errors living in Asia and foreign language speakers but I like it sometimes when people use comparatives and they also put more on it like it, I don't know yeah. oh po- were you aware that you're on the most wokest podcast in Asia right now the what the, the most, most wokest the most wokest yeah the most wokest is this this I was unaware talking of about that, but now I am Beatrice knows that's why she's on her head the most wokest is the most wokest we're definitely the most wokest in Tokyo more most wokest we might have to fight Curly and Kansai Asia, baby. I'm, I'm, I'm claiming hey, it. You guys should have the gender the, uh, inequality discussion right with the there. Bay Crew. Most this wokest this? I'm going to need a spell check on that. Somebody's in it. Yeah, most this wokest. Yo, Lay told me that the other night, and I was really drunk, and I really, really was about it. Like, I, I still I still ride with that. But, yo, let's go into the conversation segment of the podcast. Let's talk to uh, Phonics here. Yeah. Phonics, where are you from, man? San Jose, California. San Ho. You guys know I live I in San Jose. San for what, Zay, part of, what part of San Jose were you living in? In what part? You go to Oak Grove? Um, what school you go to? I went where to... Where your grandma from? Uh, Lee High School. <laughs> what? Lee High School. Lee, okay. Near Blossom Hill. I was very yeah. close to well, 85. You at, yeah. I was in Blossom Hill. Like I, I didn't from. go to high school there, but my nephew went to Blossom Hill mm. High School. Pop Warner, all through Oak Grove and all that. Uh, What's your position? Snell and... Uh, he was a center back in the day. My nephew Isaiah is a—he looked like a big ass Ti. That's what he looked like. Yeah, but but yeah. So San Jose, man, and and uh, when did you get into music? I uh, started playing music when I was in fourth grade. So I started playing nice. saxophone. Yeah. Um, I remember my mom on the phone in the kitchen. I think I was in my bedroom. And she's like, Chad, do you want to play a musical instrument? I was like, Yeah, sure. She's like, what do you want to play? Because I guess they were... You had just saw Bill Cosby on fucking the, the late night show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not Bill Cosby, Bill Clinton. And you're like, yo, saxophone, man. No, uh, this, is, this is prior to Bill. Um, my brother played trumpet, and I don't know. I remember seeing one of his performances with the school band, and I saw the saxophone. I was like, that has a lot of keys. That looks more difficult or complex. So I, for whatever reason, decided to take that on which is not necessarily the most difficult instrument i said there's much more difficult instruments well, you look really sexy when you're pulling it off and shit, like what's a more difficult smooth. instrument what are the more difficult wood hammer dulcimer uh, i mean it depends on who you talk to really like I, I think brass instruments are difficult because you only have valves and three buttons to push and depending on how far down you push it and your embouchure which is how you have your mouth positioned with the pressure you can change the note and like I never really learned how to do that, and I really respect, like, trombone, there's no keys. You just have to move two positions. Mm. It's like playing violin, but with your breath. Yo, can I, weird story? Yeah. I picked up the trombone when I was in elementary. I sucked, and I didn't continue. But the only reason I did that was because I was watching Arthur, and... Arthur and you balled your fist up, son, and then you decided to fucking start <laughs> and, playing. And had my earphones like on the top of my head. Yeah, I did that. But not nah, like Arthur and his rabbit friend. I forget his name. They, Buster. Buster. There it is. Buster. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> they were jamming together. Somebody was on drums. Somebody was on tuba. And I went to school the next day. I was like, Yo, I want to play tuba. 
they're like, you got to start with the trombone. And I was like, I'll do the trombone. <laughs> I'm going to start from the bottom, baby. I, I hope that every episode of the podcast, we can get a deeper look into Late's life. I want to find out exactly what, what's going on with this fucking guy. I really don't know. Like... I had no idea he was even watching Arthur as a young man and shit. I just hey, figured man. X-Men cartoons. Was Arthur in Aardvark? What was he? he? I think he is in Aardvark. He start, no, he's a, he started out as an anteater, right? No, didn't that fuck he's up the last trans time? Trans like, <laughs> he's a trans anteater? He's a trans eater? Didn't we... Didn't I do this last time? I don't know. No, I called him like Anthony... I'm an alcoholic. Anthony the Aardvark or something Oh, right, like right. Yeah. Donald the... And Thomas the... I think we might have played yeah. this Oh, one. again? Oh, it's on repeat. My bad. There we go. Yeah, but uh, okay. So, so yeah, um, when you were 16 years old, what was your favorite music, man? Uh, 16. Shit, I. How old are you now? I'm 33. Um, 16. What was I listening to? Pearl I, Jam. No, I actually don't I never call really got me into Pearl daughter. Jam. <laughs> I really liked. Uh, I love Pearl Jam. Shit. I never had their album, but like. Incubus. I was really into Incubus. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. So you're younger than I am then. How old are you? I'm 33. How are you a year younger than me and Incubus is at 16? Really? Yeah, hell yeah. 16, yeah. Really? Yeah, drive. Then, drive was 16, I was listening to Weezer and stuff. Uh, Jurassic 5. I was listening. Yeah, Jurassic 5 uh, came out in like 98, 97. It was weird because like. That's true. When I was growing up, there was Hot 97.7. And I used to listen to like Naughty by Nature. 92.3 The Beat. No, that's not a Bay Area joint. My bad. Beatrice probably knows that more than anybody. The what? 92.3 to beat. That used to be a West Coast shit. That's, a, yeah. that's LA, though. Yeah, yeah. That's LA. So that's not a Bay shit. My bad. But yeah, it was it was weird because I would listen to all the, the rap and the hip-hop because all the West Coast shit was out. It was Dre and it was Snoop Dogg and Naughty by Nature, OPP. And then so I would hear all of that on the radio. This is before I was like actually buying music. And then middle school happened, and it shifted more into like all, was it 98.5 KOME? That was like 1995, 96, or whatever. Okay. Where it's more like rock music. And in middle school, it was really shitty because it was really dichotomized. It was, you were either like a rap person or a rock person. And it was like, I would sit there and watch all the rap videos, but then I had to kind of like, I didn't have to make a choice, but it felt at like the time that I had to do that. It's like, while well, these other people were listening to like, Wu-Tang and Killer B's video came out. I would like sit there and watch the whole video front to back, but then I like wouldn't buy the album and I was listening to this other stuff and I was kind of like Yeah, I couldn't really reconcile the two worlds together, which is huh, just stupid and immature and you know, you're young. And it's like once you get to high school though, it's like, oh, people care less Wait, about what, what two worlds? Huh? Exactly. What two worlds? Basically rock and rap, the quote unquote two yeah. worlds. You didn't listen That's to Lincoln Park? Nah, I never really got into them. Me neither. No disrespect to them. They're a little later, I think. I love Lincoln Park. Me too. Yeah. Okay. I think I think I think it when really you're 33, 34, okay, it's yeah. a little older for it that. Because totally vibe. fit like my email stage. <laughs> Keen is giving like us a big thumbs down. Keen was I in the karaoke totally the other night, jamming to Lincoln Park. Park. I appreciate it. No running, no running. Meteora. Dems was shit. They were good. Yo, Reanimation is one of the hardest albums. Yeah. I liked oh, how I they how they brought the NPC in. They had that, and so they had. A they also name? brought the executioners uh, on tour with them, and there was a lot of hip hop that they tried. To, like a lot of people didn't hear about a lot of artists until they listened to that Lincoln Park reanimated album or yeah. whatever, True. the yeah. one with all the hip hop guys. I was, what's what's the DJ's name? Mr. Cho or something like that? Mr. 
I forget. I'm fucking up. But like they also did like collaborations with like Jay Z, where they had like a whole mm. collision. Yeah, collision. Was it collision, collision course? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. And that, that but that Jay Z be trying to fucking ride every wave. Even I know that's what I'm saying, so, but that's I mean, like also like Jay Z's like business mentality and strategy. Totally. Speaking like, of Jay Z, you, you guys remember the Loud Records crossover thing they did where it was. Artists yes, loud at press because yeah, uh, it was rock. Yeah, uh, the fucking Anthrax remixes on that shit. I uh, think Anthrax. They did Tiger Style. Yeah, on I remember there. that. Public Enemy yeah. had a remix to a rock remix or something. I definitely remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, w- what kind of music would you consider yourself making? Because you are very, to me, you're very much in the lane of hip hop. You make beats. Yeah. You make music, and you also live drum, which is kind of a more of a hip hop aesthetic, I would say. Uh, are you a? Would you consider yourself a hip hop artist? How would you describe your music to somebody that is I musical, mean, sa- music savvy? Music savvy. I mean, I don't know if I strictly fit into like the hip hop mold, but like when I was in LA, I felt like I was doing a lot more stuff where people would say like, "That's more hip hop." Like, I saw you fucking DJing on TMZ in a fucking barbershop, <laughs> a black barbershop. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I mean, like, yeah. Um, this guy was on TMZ. I don't know if you guys saw that. That, that shit, but I saw I him on TMZ. I remember that day when my homie called me C. Brown, yeah. hands down, one of my favorite people in Los Angeles, one of the dopest DJs ever to do it. Um, he called me when I was at my homie in Bella's house. He was like, yo, Phonics, guess who's on TMZ? I was like, I don't know. I don't watch TMZ. Who cares? Lindsay He's like, Lohan. you. I'm like, what? Yeah, I, I fucking saw that a while back. Man. I emailed like, them being like, you used my original music. Uh, what about royalties? And they're like, well, we function as a news service, so we don't owe you any money. Oh, I like that you try to get at them, though. <laughs> Shout out to trying to get money from fucking TMZ. TMZ, man. Let, let, me, tell you, let me tell you how I first uh, became familiar with your music. Is that, uh, like I was talking about DJ stuff earlier, I have been involved in kind of the underground hip-hop uh internet scene yep. for a long time and that's how i know cats from all over the nation all over the globe through just being on hip-hop sites for people who really cared about hip-hop shit so i was on the anticon websites in the early 2000s and all the way up until like the mid to late 2000s and there was an artist on there who initially we didn't get along very well uh your guy nick mm. uh unconventional science uncon Sai. Who is a phenomenal producer? He's also a phenomenal DJ, and he has a very strong grasp about music. Like the guy is just ahead. And uh, shout out to him. He's, he's he's probably one of my favorite guys out. But uh, you did a remix of one of his tracks on his Tiger Mustache album, I think. Yeah, yeah. And he was in Saigon at the time. Were you in Saigon with him? Is that how you guys connected? Yeah. Um, I remember he was in Asia. It was Saigon, I think. So. I knew another person in Saigon, and he kind of ended up there. We had both had plans to kind of travel and try new music through Europe. Things weren't necessarily going exactly as according to schedule, so things kind of shifted. I was already committed to leaving at that point. Guys, can we focus? They're doing their thing. (laughs) All I hear is just talking in the background. I can't hear anything. Wow. What they're talking that. about. Y'all, y'all be doing your thing. Do your thing. But yeah, um, ended up in Saigon and like, yeah, um, yeah, we did used to do like an event together. Um, yeah, he was living in India as well. Like he was playing. He yeah, was he was out in Southeast India for a while. Asia. He played in like all over actually. Yeah. 
Bet, but. bet, man. Well, that's really that's really interesting. How did you end up in Tokyo? Did you come from Saigon straight to Tokyo? Um, yeah. Basically, I stopped in L.A. and visited my mom in Colorado, uh, and then came here after Saigon. Can can we uh, can we focus on a podcast, guys? What are you guys fucking doing? Talk to about? phonics. He's talking. He's I'm talking listening. To me? What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah. I, 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 I'm talking. asking only questions and shit. Everybody's on their phone. They're having side <laughs> conversations. Like, come on. Did you not hear me do the drop when he said the shit? I'm listening, bro. But yeah, um, this is Takashi Murakami. Still, still the wrong pet. Still the wrong pet. Takashi Murakami, shout out. <laughs> Yo, my man Takashi. Yeah, I met him. Your and homie. I, and I got. He's not my homie, but we're able to interview him. And I. He's I, your I, homie. I'm doing quotation marks for the people that can't see us. Homie. Oh, they can see us. A month yeah. before uh, Kanye West and Kid Cudi came through the studio, I was there and I got that. Drop. They're your homies too, right? That was wink, actually wink. a phenomenal I drop that he got there, and that wish. was pretty. That's a pretty famous guy. Hey, I bet I'm beat Takeshi. I'm inviting people him. to like us on Facebook. I'm, I'm multitasking. Next time. Does anybody know the set the guy line? Because that's what I sampled yeah, for this. Oh, that's <laughs> really? dope, man. Yeah. Yo, Niall Kenta came in here with the Yamanote line sample too. You should check he out uh, Go Yama. He sampled, I think, a lot of the JR lines. Yeah, we missed an interview with him. Like we planned it out, and like we got hung over. I think. And forgot to fucking interview Goyama. And he's, he's cool. It, he's not out here right now, though, right? He's nah, like in Los nah. Angeles. He something? comes back, I think, in summers. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get with him next time. His new album is fucking dope. Yeah, he's a really talented. He is dude. really talented. Ooh, and ooh, he's ooh. super chill. Goyama. Goyama. Yep. Scooter. Yeah, Scooter's dope. Uh, we met him at the Beats and Cycle show. How long really are you gonna be here, Fonix? You gonna be in Tokyo for a while? Um, it's still kind of up in the air, but uh, I'm working on seeing how that's going to kind of pan out right now. So if he can get this softcore porn career started with your help, I think he might stay yeah, out here. Yeah, man, right? I'm, I'm down to... got to make money, right? back down to the mustache. I know the writer-director. I got the extra taco meat on the chest. If you're serious, let's connect. And, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. No, Do I need extra people on, like, cameras? I need money. I don't mind filming porn. <laughs> <laughs> you Yo, just I do. want to see my chest porn. hair. It's I might, I might do some home shit. I do know a chick who... It's a quote-unquote pink film. I do know a chick who I don't want to be in front of the camera, videos. but I don't mind like holding a boom mic or like having to hold a camera. Now you're trying to get into Steve's lane. Steve's home's the boom mic. He holds the boom mic. That's my job. I knew somebody in LA that actually used to do boom mic. I want to be the guy that puts mosaic on it. That's what I want to do. <laughs> you want a mosaic all those all actually, those fucking four inch dicks? I, I actually used to date a guy who was uh who used to film gay porn. Oh, okay. So you used to have to get he used Out to here film or gay porn. Now this is like Cali. back in the States. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And so like I know him too. his oh because <laughs> you were in the porns. But uh <laughs> but like the situation was like he could he was getting in I guess it was like easy because he was like in Philly to like get a job doing uh, just filming porn essentially, but he felt so uncomfortable doing uh, it with a woman and a man because of the directing part where you have to like tell a woman what to do where it's like if it's two men, I feel more comfortable telling two men how to do something than to do that to a woman in that position. That's a woke porn director right there, man. I know, I used to date him, so it was great. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Hey. B, if you're trying to get into the porn business, if it's doing like camera, filming, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, I, 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 would, I wouldn't is, mind um, doing that. You gotta go to Craigslist and the people that are looking for it's females. It's just weird because it's like you hit them but up like and they you look tell at, them. 
I was like, I don't, don't want to be, be in, in the There are lots of ads, yeah. But I don't mind doing camera work if you pay me you some money. Tell, that's all you just directed. Tell them. Looking for it. beautiful foreign lady. I know. For my I was like, I'm going to make you, I'm going to get you so many likes. I'm an artist. I respect you. I want to showcase the pure beauty of, shut the fuck up. You just want to see naked chicks or naked dudes. I just want to get the money. And if y'all, if it's all consensual, cool. Let me get my camera out. Let's do it. Just phrase it. (laughs) Empowered woman wants to film two empowered humans. Human beings. Making love. Do their thing. (laughs) Quotation marks. Hey, there's money to be made. Exactly. For sure. I definitely would uh, watch all of this porn straight or gay <laughs> just to critique if there's a position in that and critiquing uh, you know like look a man critic. your forms are you can pick up some good stuff from porn man you can pick up some i definitely tricks. have a lot of uh, you know <laughs> yeah a lot of the conversational topics that we Where, do on where's the show this conversation are, going yo phonics yo phonics <laughs> yeah let's let's bring it back to uh, phonics here back. yo phonics uh who yeah. is your favorite wu-tang member Ooh. method uh I like them for different things. Um, it should always be ODB in my opinion. Come on, it's not always ODB. I'd say top three would be ODB, Method. There is literally like Jesus. nine cats who are all just as <laughs> fucking fucking Jack. phenomenal in different ways. Fair but enough, ODB's fair got enough. that unique style, though. I think a lot of them actually have a really unique style. True. You got they style is like who raps like you got. This is true. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. For me, though, I guess it just stands out in a different sort well, of way. Well, tell us a damn answer, Phonics. We need to know this shit because we're keeping notes on everybody. And at the end of the year, we're going to talk about it. And then we're going to ridicule everybody with yeah, a bad gonna answer. we're going to put a poll on Google no, Drive for everybody so know. they can see. Yeah, I poll don't it. know. Um, we're going to send it straight to the Wu. I, I don't, I, nobody's asked me that. Like, uh, wh- who was your favorite Wu-Tang member? Nah, OGB? Save, save it for the last episode. Man. Okay. End of the year. What about you, Marvel? What did you say? No, you didn't, nigga. You said RZA. Yeah, nigga, you lost <laughs> <off> this shit. <laughs> do, hey, you like fucking RZA. lying on the show. No, Fuck no, that. No. I do they like are RZA. taking notes. They are. Look I at do that. like RZA. Fake news, bro. Fake news. You said Inspector no, no, Deck? No, no. I do like RZA, but I also like Inspector Deck, though. Okay, okay. He like Inspector Deck now because he got his hair all curly and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Inspector Deck is light skin. Well, I don't even know what is this shit. It's like light skin privilege? Or what are you doing? All right, Bill. What Yo, about I'll- you, Keen? Yeah, pull that mic out. I'm going to go with ODB right now. All right. I think ODB might be winning the consensus, man. The man of all rainbows. Mm. Oh, dirty bastard. What about you, Phonics? What are you saying? That's a tough one. Top, top choices for me are always difficult. Um, Give me your top three, and we only going to care about the first one you say. <laughs> <laughs> nah, top three. Uh, Method, Jizza, and ODB, probably. But for Method is a good choice. Fuck yeah. Method is a good choice. I don't know. Like, the vocal qualities of those three are like Jizza's lyricism. I mean, they all have lyrics, and they can all do... There's no yeah. wrong answer when it comes yeah. to saying your favorite member of the Wu-Tang Clan. The only the, a wrong answer would be like my favorite member of the Wu Tang Clan is like Shaheen. It's like first off, he's not a member. He's <laughs> like a fucking satellite, and and he's also very Affiliate. much not the dopest. Shout out the. But if you name any one of the top the nine members of the Wu Tang Clan, ten. You, you're okay. Ten. Nine. Ten. Who Cap- told you there was ten? They Capad- lied to you. Capadonna is an official member. 
Capadonna is not an original member. Capadonna is an original member. He's like member. Puerto Rico. We're going to fucking, you know, nah. he's there, but he don't get a star on the flag. No shots to the guy. I'm sorry. Wasn't he I'm not saying up? I'm going to trump up him. On the first I'm just album. saying like, you know. You God was also locked up. That's why he's only on one verse. He got out just in time to do that verse. But he is they in the clan. all political and shit. Yo, yeah. uh, Phonics, what yes. is your favorite nickname? Favorite nickname that anybody calls you? Like, do you have oh, a favorite? Oh, for you? Yeah, for uh, you. Fontran. It can be like. He's going to say some shit like Big Dick Daddy. It can be your homies. <laughs> yeah, your girl. I love it when they call me your the most humongous dick. <laughs> Wait, what, what, what did you say earlier? What? Uh, oh, my God. It's, what was it? It's uh, so I, don't, I don't remember. I'm a little <laughs> drunk right now. I drink two of these fucking 500 ounce beers and shit. <laughs> Big thing. No, God yeah. damn, nigga. Shit. Hold on. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so let, let's see. What's your favorite? favorite Friday, you you still listen to rap music? Hip hops? I don't listen to as much hip hop as I used to. Like I'm a lot more just focused. Tell us on a little bit more about your hip hop sensibilities. You have a mm. favorite hip hop group? Favorite hip hop album? Favorite MC? Wait, did he answer my question? Not yet. I kind of got to overlap. He said Big Dick Daddy. Okay, moving on. BDD. Fucking new. Bell Biv DeVoe. No, what is your what is your That's nickname? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm I'm getting a little <laughs> saucy drunk over here too. Let, let me let you talk. It's cool. Uh, I'm gonna talk over everybody if they give me the opportunity. That's why I was trying to give the mic. This to is beat. the hazard of giving Bay an episode. <laughs> I mean, okay, it depends on where I'm at. Okay, like first <laughs> nickname. That's number one. What's the nickname? Seriously. Nickname. Uh, if they don't call me by phonics, like I'm totally straight with my government name. Uh, some people call me Fofo. Fofo. I don't know. My homie just came up with it oh, one time. Oh, Lord Fofo, right? Yeah, he's just called Lord me it ever Fofo. since. I like and that. So, like, Lord some Fofo. I like that, too. They just say Fofo. Two-box eight, my Fofo, make sure all y'all kids don't grow. Oh, no, it is Fofo. He's too saucy. Don't give him the mic. All right. So, Fofo, Lord sure. Fofo. Okay. Yeah. But my normal government name is totally fine. You got a dope government I just call you Chad. Chad. Yeah. Hey, what Chad. up, Chad? Welcome to Chad. Hey, Chad. Chad. What up, Chad? Chad. Chad is actually one of the whitest names you could use. It is. And well, I actually, but. He is a white man. I met a dude who's not white who had the name Chad. I met three what? Chads in the same day one time. Fucking uh, Black Panther in the Marvel movies is Chad. Chadwick there you go. Bosman or what was yeah. his name? Everybody Chad always Bosman. asks me, is Chad short for Chadwick? And I'm like, no, it's short for Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Chad. Wait, what was the second question? Chad, that's my favorite singer. Uh, hip hop sensibilities. Okay. Ah. Uh, De La Soul. I love De La Soul. Um, Tribe Called Quest. Episode three. Um, Straight up. Shout out to Maceo. Obviously, West Coast stuff. That's just what was on TV, you know, and what I heard on the radio. Um, yeah, I used to listen to a lot more kind of like indie stuff when I was in university, like Souls of Mischief, Hieroglyphics, uh, Mystic Journeyman, Living Legends. Um, Shout out to Keen. Idea and Abilities, Rhyme Sayers, Atmosphere. Um, crap, Kid Koala was actually like, I got into like more turntablist stuff around six. I think Kid Qual is one of the main reasons I was like wanting to try and like mess around with turntables and stuff. So I remember my brother bought me that for like my birthday or Christmas or something. I like had my little list and he like went, he didn't know what the hell it was. Carpal tunnel syndrome. I thought it was dope because it had 
like cardboard packaging. It had a comic book inside, and like I really respect that guy's kind of creative output. And he's doing a lot of really interesting stuff now with like a turntable orchestra, getting like crowd involvement and um, okay. making it interactive with the people. But um, yo, I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt. Is this also Phonics? Yeah. Yo, this track is dope as fuck, man. I really, really like that. Yeah, can we sure. run that back? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. That was really nice. Yo, that's yeah. clean as hell. Uh, do you have an album dropping soon, or are you working on one? Um, uh, working on one, but it's kind of intermittent. I'm more focused on illustration at the moment. But yeah, I have some things that are in the works, but I just want to like get it all organized and stuff before I start. Yeah. So eventually, though, I'd like to put a project or two out if I can get enough stuff that sounds that I'm happy with. Yeah, but no concrete plans yet. There might be a seven inch being pressed in the somewhat near future, maybe within the next year, but that's kind of like a side thing. But when I have like official details on that, yeah. But right now yeah, it's just all you know, man, sure. live stuff. So basically it's, my whole thing has always been live. Like when I was in LA, like I didn't release anything and I was really lagging and I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna put something out, I'm gonna put something out just never did but i would always have a live set and i would always make new stuff for live sets or like have something so whenever people saw me like i always had a performance and like not to toot the horn a little bit but kind of like toot the fucking horn a lot of people when i was in la didn't have a live set and a lot of people still don't have live sets this is no disrespect to their music there's a lot of really dope producers but they have no live set they're not performers they're studio right. people right and so, like, that's, for me, like, why I never really kind of meshed in with a lot of people, because I was more of, like, this live thing that existed and did MPC, and there was other people doing MPC, but I didn't hear anybody doing live footwork or live juke in, like, 2011, 2012, 2010. Um, so, I don't know. I've always just kind of done my own thing, and for better or worse, I just didn't put out any music until I left the country. So I had like a bunch of old stuff that I had made in the country in a small Macedonian label, filter label. They put out, uh, I don't know, about 18, 20 tracks or whatever. Because a friend was just like, oh, you should just get it out. And like, I put a painting I had made in school uh, for the album art. But yeah, eventually I will get some new stuff out because... Yeah, I've been more focused on art, I guess, lately. I'm really interested to hear your new shit, but I want to give a shout-out to Keen for raising his hand and then asking a question immediately, giving the mic waves. Like, first, long-time listener, first-time caller. Hi, uh, Phonics. I just want to say I really appreciate your music. I like that you're tall like me. And uh, thank you for coming to Mega Late Show. By the way, uh, <laughs> well, well, go, it's still real to me, Well, going back to what he said, yeah, that's, that's what made me notice Phonics was, you know, he was doing a live performance, and it kind of made me go back to... Uh, a show I saw from Cloud Dead. Oh, dope. And they were, you know, performing some ill shit. And, like, that's what reminded me. I was like, wow, that dude's dope. Yeah. So. Jell is definitely an influence. Uh, I mean, Exile, he, Exile was getting down. He's been Jell's got a down. new album out. Check out Jell's new album. He does Feeding new the album? Sand. Yeah, it just came out, like, last week. Check that shit out. It's dope. Yeah, I mean. Jell is phenomenal. Anti-con. <laughs> Yo, speaking of live shows, before we go into the weather forecast calendar, any more questions for Phonics? Mm, what kind of shampoo do you use? 
Yo, Phonics did have like. Look at this. I mean, hair. he's still luscious. Look at this luscious hat. But when I first met Phonics, that shit was like. He's shaking it off. It was like a racist dove head. How luscious it was. So tell us, what is what is your beauty regiment? Uh, Dr. Broner's. Dr. Broner's, all purpose, right? Yep, all purpose. Friday, maybe once every few days. I don't I don't do the everyday anymore. Okay. Well, it strips the oil from your hair, so you can't really wash it, it does, too much. It Especially does. Dr. Broers, yeah. Like, you have to be careful with that one, too. That's pretty strong. Mm. All right, you Morning. know, that's all I have. That's all I wanted to ask. Yo, uh, about shampoo. You, you know, you can tell me. You can, what about <laughs> conditioner? I don't use conditioner. Oh, <laughs> see. That's a beauty secret right there. This is know? why we brought B onto the phone. No conditioner. Coconut oil. He a little bit of coconut fun. oil. Oh, he got the, got the coconut oil. Does it work? Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I make my own deodorant. Real talk. I heard coconut oil is a little bit of fake Look news. Um, with eating, I think, with the saturated fats. You can yeah, use it for a whole bunch of other stuff. It's not, good, it's not too good to eat um, coconut oil. Straight up and down. Yeah, like even cooking it, it's like it's I used to pound in a way that's actually harmful for your body. Y'all know, y'all know oil pulling. I used to do that. Yeah, yeah. But I heard that does that's bullshit also. Oh, for your teeth? Yeah. Um, I don't. It's just like like not too much. I think. If you got a lot of money, then you can do it because otherwise you're just spitting out coconut oil. Yeah. I did that for about a year and a half. Did it work? Everybody comments on my teeth, or they used to. All right, look at you. Yeah. So, investment. I mean, pull away. I'm, I'm exceptionally Pull away, though. yeah. <laughs> pull away. That's uh, like, it's, it's a process, though. I don't know about all that. Yo, going to go into the weather forecast. Weather forecast. As soon as we get settled. All right. And talk about the weather, because it's raining outside. Yo, Phonics, do you have any upcoming shows? Before we before we go into uh, our calendar, do you have any upcoming shows that are uh, happening right now? Uh, bear in mind, this is probably going to come out, what, like the first or second week of November, maybe? Early, Early November. November. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let me double check. I think I have another one with the homie Ito. He's a super dope local rapper. He's from Nagoya originally. Um, but I DJ for him with certain live shows. When is the next one? We just had one last night in Takadano Baba. Also, yeah. I do also have to say that Bay Tokyo will be having an event. Oh, oh shit. November 4th, our Woo-hoo. second year anniversary. Make sure you make it out to Circus hey. Tokyo. What day? What time? November 4th. Hey. I think that's a Friday or a Saturday. I'm not sure. Uh, and exclusive, not exclusive, uh, we will have Bay, a lot of Bay, almost all of Bay. Not all. It's impossible. All well, actually, in the you studio. might, you might, depending on the date that it is, you might get all the core members. So meaning yeah, all, all, not you can't get all the Bay, Bay. girls. So that's too many. But in terms of the management team, we'll probably be able to all come. Straight up and down. So look forward to that Bay Tokyo, or is it just Bay when it when Ashley's here? Um, it's just Bay Tokyo. Just say Bay Tokyo. Yeah, look forward to that Bay Tokyo yeah. takeover episode where yeah. me and Mega shut the fuck she, up and stop talking. The whole team will be here essentially. That has never happened. So straight up, you're welcome. So. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, November 19th. That's the best one I got for a date. That's going to be with Brooklyn Terry 
and uh, Smith the Mister. It's going to be a dance competition in Machida. November? Yeah, dance. So if you want to go oh, out to uh, Kanagawa. NDS, NDS Dance Studio? Yep, WDC, NDS, Brooklyn Bomber Dance Studio. Hey, shout out That's to Brooklyn right. Terry, man. Yep. If any of you guys want to battle me, oh. come through. If you want to get bodied, then come <laughs> through to her. Yeah, come see me. Cash me in Kanagawa. Hey, I, was about, I was just about to say, what's that thing you said last time? Cash me outside? <laughs> hey. Yo, uh, we also got a lot of other content coming to you guys. We got a Brooklyn Terry interview. We got a Jay's Art Remote interview. We got Sarasa and Terry. No, they weren't together, but we got Sarasa. We got, yo, stay tuned. We got a lot more content coming for you guys. But uh, get into this calendar shit. Hold on, let me drop that shit one more time. Yo, actually, <laughs> there shit. aren't a I lot was of like shows. In an emotional nah, we state. we actually like, don't have a lot of shows guys, lined up right now. Yeah, the end of the year is wrapping up. So um, camp already happened. One, one of the things that we're going to try to do more often is like when 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 our sh- when our fans and, and people that we fuck with uh, share posts on Facebook, we're going to try to retweet the we try yeah. to reshare those and, out. And people on who Facebook, have sent us so. music, like we're going to talk about that shit soon. Like, yeah, we yeah, we got we got a lot of people who've been sending us music that want to get on the podcast recently. Yo, Solomon Childs of Wu Tang. Uh, uh, Spock Asuma like there's been I a lot of cats yeah, spinning yeah. a lot a lot of really solid Orko Elohim oh, straight up hit me up and was like yo I want to be on a podcast I was like my my god I was like come yes I was like come come to Tokyo and he's like I'll be there when he comes out here him and Kaigen are going to do the show together uh, on the James might come out in November no so, can do, no can do. Maybe. Beatrice, if you hook us know, up with that. That's my If you hook us Yo, up, if you hook that's us up no with that. That's a no acting day. That's would, a take a day off would. of work day. I would I'll like quit my job for that <laughs> shit. He's going to try. He's going to try to come Shots out. Fi- Yo, you know what I like about James? James talks that shit. He's going to come in hard and just, his podcast is called Shots Fired. He's going to talk that shit. That's what I yeah, want. Phonics, tell me who you hate, baby. No, go back to the counter. On the 28th. Gabriel, Gabriel Garzon Montana Shout is going to be at Beatrice. Montano, excuse me, is going to be at Unit. Does anybody fuck with him? Who? Who? Gabriel Garzon Montano. He's on Stone Story, yeah. I think so. I feel like I went to it's school not, with that cat. That's a real familiar it's name. It's dope. It's good vibe music. Uh, and hold on before I announce that. On the 3rd of December, Speakeasy's going down for the last time at Seton this year. And that is the Woo. show Phonics will be playing at with our boy Matsuda hey. Hiromu. We're going to get funky. I'm going to make stuff. Killing the top box. Yeah. Yo, what? I like that. Is T-Funk happening anytime soon? T-Funk. Uh, T-Funk's on hiatus. Uh, Matsuda's a little busy with other projects and stuff. So I'm figuring out if we can do something in November. I don't have dates set. Potentially first Friday in November. I'm not sure yet. but um, Yeah, keep us posted, man. Yeah, I'm also looking to start another event. Um based off of something I did last Sunday with Allied Forces and Fuzzoscope at Bonobo. So, Yo, hook us up with those. I, I really support those cats. I would love to have them on the show that. and I hang out with them, man. I was super dumb booty. I was chefing. <laughs> oh, no, shit. Like, I, was really, like, I was really trying to come through. So like that day, I was like, okay, Bet. like running. I was coming from somewhere. I forgot where I was coming from. But then I got to like Harajuku, where I was supposed to walk, and I was like, shit, I only got like an hour before I like have to be home. <laughs> I was like, this isn't going to work. <laughs> and I had to turn back. I was like, I can't do it. You were chefing? What does that mean? Like, were you was cooking it up? Like, what? what is this? I was this? cooking, man. I, I get down in the kitchen. If you don't know about my, my dietary tendencies. Uh, what are the, what, tell us about these dietary that's, tendencies. That's Instagram, right? I, I'm, I'm fucking up the calendar, but I want to hear about this. I, I try to eat 
fairly healthy. I mean, I still do and eat things that aren't necessarily that healthy, but uh, I'm a big believer in what you put in your body is what you get out. And that's not just any sort of food consumption. That's all consumption. That's also that's your media. That you, yeah, yeah. That's media. That's listening. That's visual. What you consume is going to change and turn you into who you are presently. So That's why I'm an alcoholic, because I was drinking with y'all for like four hours today and shit. And, and you, I drink you, alcohol you, still. No, you drank you drank tea for the first three hours. But I was I, I was drinking beer last night. I was drinking Chimay and uh, some a bunch of other beer. And I think somebody gave me a Jaeger shot before the show started last night. Then, yeah, I'm gonna get with you after the podcast about crockpot recipes. Crockpot recipes. I'm the only cat that got a crockpot out crock here. Pot by any means, yeah. but beans. I can tell you some good bean recipes. I'm gonna Nato? get at you. Straight mm-hmm. up. Now we don't fuck I with do Nato on a make a late show. We I fuck do. with don't Nato. Don't listen to this. No, no, no. Oh, we, we fuck with Nato. I'm like the only one. Fuck morning. Nato. We fuck with Straight Nato. Up. We fuck with Nato on Yo, this show. Yo, I'm going to tell you. Don't fuck with when, I was, when I was six years old, I was on my way to the park. Nato jumped out from behind the tree <laughs> and punched, <laughs> punched me in the face. <laughs> Yo, I don't fuck with Nato. Yo, it was real bad. It was bad, dude. Sorry, Nato had to do that. Yo, Nato. Did he stick it I don't trust him. No, I'm a law and order candidate, and, and I'm gonna lock Nato up. <laughs> toxic Nato. No, not toxic Nato Lenity. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Yo, uh, November 10th, Suchadara Pa is gonna be at Liquid Room, and then December 15th, Designer is gonna be at One Oak, Tokyo. Panda, 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 Shit. panda, panda. Yo, I might I'm good. make bread for that. I won't. That sounds fun. How much, how much is it, though? Uh, Five thousand yen. Hold on, you got me Probably. To, is it worth your yen? Yo, what's the over under? Let's do a let's Designing do a will of fortune. Uh, 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 price of right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Price is right. One dollar. Thirty five. Thirty five. Is it worth the amount of thirst go, energy you're gonna experience 35. there? Thirty five. I mean, there's gonna be some some baddies in there. Some biddies. A lot of thirst. You there's gonna be a lot of thirst there. There's gonna be a lot. There's gonna be a lot of y'all motherfuckers there. That's Rapongi in general. I mean, like one is owned by an American. Yeah. What venue is it at? One it's, it's the new one. It's a new. It's the one Tiger was at, and uh, ASAP Rocky was at. The, the owner is an American, so he he's able. Oh to, shit! He's got a leeway to bring in some of these yeah, American associate. artists. <laughs> Yo, it, it got to be like thirty grand to to bring in fucking 8, designer. 8, no, 000. I'm not talking about for the nah. venue. I'm talking about to pay the artist. Oh, no, 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 yeah. but like to get. Well, like Gold Link was about twenty-five thousand. To bring him out. Yeah. But and then the venue the, is another five. Are we talking about Japan here? I'm talking about Tokyo. Show? One show. Yeah, this was Vision. It was like about 25 grand. Yeah, just and for Vision. They, so like Vision charges, I think, eight for the whole venue, five for the front, and then two and three for the back rooms. So yeah, that yeah. shit is. And if they're international, it's usually going to be a lot more. Yeah. I'm sorry, eight thousand yen to see a designer is not. Yeah, I won't. Good. I won't be doing that. I'll kiss that nigga in the line. Eighty, eighty, eight, oh, eight, eight, eight thousand yen. About seventy. Yo, designer is US. not going to be around in two years, man. He's a fucking carbon copy. He's not artist. really around not right go- now, right? Right. He has one track. He's not going to be around. It's carbon copy. Shout out to designer. We love you over here. I don't, man. <laughs> I I, th- I like his energy because he looked like he got. He looked like the kid that like ate too much sugar and shit. I'm getting like mixed signals. Here. I, I just love when Snoop not Dogg did sure the, the 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 call out on a lot of what's been happening on GSN. Stuff. Yeah. In the club, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Totally and you know, cool. you know exactly what he's talking about. That's the same fucking flow that he's talking about on that little Wayne track. Everybody is fucking rocking triplets like it's the new shit. It's catchy, but come on, man. 
It absolutely like is about triplets, being though. Too mumbly and shit. No, he's not talking about mumbling. He's talking about the triplet rhyme style. I, I came at the top of the cup of day. I said it's not about. Most of the new cats are not mumbling. Who mumbles? Future and designer. Who else mumbles outside of them? Nobody else mumbles outside the ones, of them. The, they all uh, just rock triplets. Uh, Lil Uzi Vert kind of mumbles. Who had the one? It definitely is audible though. You can hear it. Yeah. He doesn't mumble. Who are we just talking about? A Playboy Cardi kind of mumble. Was it a, a year or two ago? The one style that was really big. It's like make a sandwich by myself. Yeah. Chicken on a bread. <laughs> Menace, lettuce, Wait, no mayo. Did, yeah, I like did you it. just say titty on a bread? Oh, make turkey. Oh, turkey. <laughs> turkey. 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 Rap about anything. I, yo, yo, you know what we got today that we didn't talk about? Phonics was fucking singing and he's also rapping. He's a triple threat. Oh, shit. Beats, <laughs> singing, rapping. I need to hear this. Fake rapping. No. Half singing. People like that shit. Yo, man, actually, I forgot hella shows. Uh, oh, ba- shit. Babyface is I, also going to be A lot of these shows face. aren't on my shit, man. Did you I, put them I on the wrong email? Okay, okay. Yet, but they're going to be on I, I usually like to try to help you with that, but I couldn't. I, did, I was. You were telling shows I didn't see, so. Someone just put me on to, like, uh, Billboard Live. Apparently, they bring out a lot of cats, so. Yeah. Word. True that. True that. So, Babyface is going to be here November 18th, 19th, and 20th for Billboard like Live. Like LaFace, Babyface? I think yeah. Kiefer's coming out. Keep what? Kiefer. Really? Yeah. Kiefer from Mind Design Trio. When? Yo, I'm a big fan of Kiefer. I'm gonna go. Let me play some goddamn Kiefer. <laughs> oh, oh shit! I got it right here. Fuck, fuck it. Like, I, oh, what the fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, when they shit? came out with Mind Design, that was really nice. Swarvy, super dope producer. I think Mind I was Design. there for that show. Probably. That was the selection yeah. joint. No, that was a Vision. Well, Vision was just Mind Design and Joyce Rice. Yeah, I was there for that. Amazing vocalist. Yeah, like, I think you were there, Mega. For Mind Design? Maybe. No. At, uh, what was it, WWW? They did no, the trio. Vision. Oh, okay. Vision was just one. Mind Design. Yeah, I didn't go to that one. Yeah, that was dope. The Mind Design joint I went to was a Stone's Throw joint. Uh, did you I go saw to the Mind Design. Like I saw the Mind ago? Design at, uh, at Shake Shack. And I was like, hey, motherfucker, you look like Mind Design. And he was like, I am Mind Design. <laughs> and I was like, hey, <laughs> I'm going to leave you to eat that burger. But thank you. What were you saying, though? Uh, I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yo, November 26th and 27th, Sergio Mendez is also going to be out here for a Billboard Live. Sergio Mendez? Yeah. I want to be more flavor. excited about that, but I feel like that's going to cost you, like, a bill. Is Will I Am going to make a special appearance? <laughs> hey, man, I used oh. a lot of your music. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to get you rich with my rep. December 12th, and I want to make a Will I Am joke, but I can't think of anything funny. No, I think that was the best possible yeah, yeah, Will I Am joke it. I could have heard today. <laughs> hey, man. He <laughs> talks like, like that. Yo, December, oh, <laughs> December 12th and 13th, Crystal K is going to be performing at Billboard Live. Shout out to Crystal K. Shout out to Crystal K. Crystal K. <laughs> Shout out to Rep, too. <laughs> Yo, uh, December 14th and 15th, the stylistics are going to be out here. Ooh. And, uh, Are they? Uh, is it the? Ori- it's not the original fucking. And they're gonna be here on the 21st, oh, 22nd, shit. 23rd, 24th, and 25th of December. Wow. Damn, man. Yeah. Uh, oh shit. December 30th, the Sugar Hill Gang is gonna be out here. Yeah, I don't original? fuck with them. No, I don't fuck with them. Don't know, man. And the 31st, 
uh, confunction is going to be out. Okay, here. we're talking about December now. Like, it's the weather forecast, man. I know, but it's Late, like, we'll definitely December? do that. We don't know when this episode is coming okay, out. Okay, because <laughs> I'm all like, what's happening? B, <laughs> B only doesn't care because... Anything Keeper. after December 18th doesn't matter. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm leaving the 19th. So everything else that you have to say does not matter for this podcast because I am featured. Here's this, this, this And that's Keeper, the end of the show, Keeper guys. So, uh, we appreciate yeah. Fonix. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it is over. Let's all say our respects to Fonix. Because <laughs> after you leave, I mean, there's nothing else that matters. Tokyo's, world. Tokyo's done out. after that. It's done. It, it will literally implode. We're going to make Neo Tokyo and Akira, yeah. the movie begins. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. So, Dude. like, you guys are. Uh, luckily, I gave you the date of the end of Tokyo. She's really an agent for South, uh, like, North Korea and shit. She knows it. <laughs> no. It's like are the Mayan calendar. with. <laughs> <laughs> Mind calendar, yes, you're correct. Okay, this is not a joke. This is What's not a What's your last drill. name again? Okay, Tzolkin, <laughs> Kate Koto. like it's some real mind shit. The feathered serpent. You <laughs> <laughs> wow, the long count calendar. It's a moon calendar. Yo, welcome to the end of the podcast. Hey, I want to give a shout out to, to everybody end. that made it to the end, but it's all over for us. Stay tuned for the Beatrix Late Show. I know it will be something shortly after this. That's pretty much what's gonna happen when I go back to LA. I'm just gonna make an extension of this show where it would only be me. (laughs) I'm down. Talking to me. We're trying to expand this podcast uh, network out here. Yo, keep an eye out for Mega Late Show Bay California (laughs) coming through 2018. Yo, you start a leg. You know we'll sign the contract. Yo, this is. We'll get Cal on that. Yeah, we'll definitely have Cal do the paperwork and shit. I ain't saying none of that. Yo, uh, Yo, this is not information. Your mother's a hoe. (laughs) Yo, we out this bitch. Yo, Phonics, thank you so much, man. Thank thank you. Thank you. Yo, I'm so sorry. It took us five hours to record a fucking hour and a half of podcast for you motherfuckers.